0: A portion of your purchase will come back to us and help support our shows. So go to FanRollDice.com with the discount code NIGHTLIGHT to get 10% off of any additions to your dice hoard. Hi, I'm Tanya Ransom, creator and executive producer of Nightlight, a horror podcast featuring creepy tales written and performed by black creatives from all over the world. This week, we kick off Black Women in Horror Month with a dystopian tale of sisterly love from Kai Leeks. But before we get to Hungry Monsters, I want to take a moment to say thanks to our newest patrons. Cedric, Nikki, Shy Magpie, Dudley, Scrooge, Sylvester, Alyssa, and Astra. Thanks also to Pre, Lise, and Audra for increasing your contributions. If you'd like to support Black Horror and enjoy ad-free episodes, just go to patreon.com/nightlightpod to join the Nightlight Legion and get a shout out on the podcast and occasional bonus content. And don't forget, Nightlight merch is available and you can support us by sporting Nightlight branded gear. Just go to merch.nightlightpod.com to get your t-shirts, hoodies, notebooks and more. Now sit back, turn out the lights and enjoy. Sisters Written by Kai Leakes and narrated by me, Tanya Ransom. I needed this. Had no choice but to get this. Don't you understand? My pulse quickened. A sheen of moisture dotted my temples, made the nape of my neck slick from the heat of my body. Anxiety made me look around, darting my eyes at the shadows. A loud bang made me jump. Candace... That was my little sister, Alicia. This puts you at risk, and you know it. I don't care if it does, I retorted. And you know this. Fear darkened her golden eyes to a smoky brown, while her gaunt face and the dark shadows under her eyes gave her a haunting appearance under the I ain't bothered sweater hoodie she wore. My little sister's small hand gripped my arm in a painful clasp. Her sharp nails cut into the fabric of my jacket, and I did my best not to react. If she wasn't careful, blood would be drawn, and it would only add to the danger that hunted us. "'Breathe, sis,' I urged, feeling my body shudder. I was scared. The wave of icy nausea that gripped my stomach disappeared. The tremor in my hands dissipated. Each digit of my fingers was tinted in red. My head throbbed with my sharp hearing, adding to my anxiousness at the liquid falling from my nails and lips.' In the vast skyline behind us was the Grand St. Louis Arch. Alicia and I had taken shelter, no, more like hid for safety, in the large storage hangar somewhere downtown. The bright radiance of the arch was once hope for the city. Now it was a symbol of the threat that was running rampant in the bodies of the people of the city. The demented were coming, bringing with them their contagion. We needed to leave ASAP, but... Exhaling, my body shook. My mouth was dry. What I took earlier had me looking like I had played paintball in blood was helping me feel full. But that aching need to taste demented essence was strong and overriding my logic. It made my skin and scalp tingle, made my fingers flex while my throat was left with a sensation of bliss like I'd just drank freezing water during a summer heat wave. Only thing was, I wasn't cooled off. I was fired up. "'Sis!' I heard Alicia say. "'I'm shaking, too.' You said we can't stay here, so we gotta go, yeah? I hated when my body took over like this. That feel good sensation was so intense that it had me ready to rock back and forth just to feel some balance. I was on alert, but I wasn't. My senses on high so that I could smell the enemy coming. Oh my gosh, I hate this craving, I said, looking around as I swiped at my nose. We didn't have long to hide. What I had done was a risk I had to take in order to protect my little sister and myself. But ultimately, it left us open for attack. With a quick glance at the huge windows in the compound, Alicia and I ran to hide again, this time further in the storage building. Jarring snarls became louder in the backdrop of the city and the compound. It made my heart pump and my stomach clench. I'm scared, sis, Alicia whispered. Me too, but we have to hide. I'm sorry, sis, I said regretfully. I should have left the demented alone, but I was hungry. Don't do that. You couldn't help it. Stopping her mid-sentence, I pulled my baby sis to my side. We pressed our backs against the wall to the point where it felt as if we were trying to fuse with it. Again, my heart started to race. The sound of metal dragging against what I thought was pavement hurt my ears. They were here. Nothing but the uneasy sound of feet shuffling against pavement and the outline of snarling silhouettes filled the compound we were in. From where we hid, I could see and hear the mucus dripping liquid splatter off of their bodies. I'm getting hungry, sis, Alicia whispered. Raising a finger to my lips, I felt my sister hold my arm tighter. Growls and zombie like shuffling grew closer. We were watching the hatch door, which protected us from those things, when it bowed forward. Then it flew off its hinges with a supernatural force, making us cover our mouths so as not to scream. They got in, I hissed low. Each of the dark, ink-splotched things crept our way. They moved slowly in a lethargic manner to sniff us out. Many were dressed in work clothes or casual street attire. Some wore hospital scrubs with badges pinned to their chest. Some were in business suits and dresses, while others were kids with book bags. These were normal people once, but not anymore. Unfallen tears glazed the rims of my eyes. It was only a year ago when we were all normal. Everyone in the U.S. had survived the great change in our nation that caused us to fall into an economic and international downwind that once used to be secure. With it came the creation of the demented. Human things I couldn't even begin to try to explain. With her back to me, Alicia watched on and asked, can we stay hidden longer? Sis, I'll need more blood soon. But but I can protect us for now, I said. Please, we have to go before the crave hits you harder. Alicia's usually russet brown skin was now a paling yellow. She was awakening like I had earlier. Being one of the creeping hunters we were caused three dots to appear in our golden irises. I knew outside of that obvious change that she needed to get out of here because of the way she kept licking her cracked lips. She watched the essence fall from my fingers, then down on the chest of the lifeless body under me. Yes, I had killed. We dragged the body into our hiding spot. It's already hitting me. Feed me, please, she pleaded with me. My sister kneeled at my side on her haunches, rocking. Currents of dark energy wrapped around her fingers and wrists, turning her nails black. She needed a charge, fast. Panicking, I touched the chest of the demented under me. There's a little heat left. Eat. I'll be fine, sis. Really? She asked. It was like she needed my approval first, so I gave it. Hurry, I urged with a motion of my hand. I pushed off the body, walked around my now-crouching sister in a protective pace, while looking for anything that I could use as a weapon. Shifting back to my feed, I put my hand to my wrist and ran over to where my sister had dug her nails into my flesh. She had broken skin. If she had been as lost to her craving as I had been earlier, then the act would have made her feed from me by drawing out my heat. It was a scary thought, and I was glad that I didn't have to fight my own sister today. You can't hold yourself back if you go into the craving, sis, okay? I lectured. There was a pipe sticking out from the radiator. I snatched at it, the strength from my feeding helping me yank it out and break it free from the radiator. I grunted, then stepped back with it in my hand. I know you couldn't hurt me, but we have to be careful. The sloppy sucking from my sister's feeding was getting to me, triggering me. When she abruptly turned, her glowing golden hue eyes on me, she said, Never. I love you, sis, and you're all I have now. Alicia paused to look away in sadness. Since they killed Mama and Dad, she muttered. Tears lined my eyes. The sharp memory of our parents' screaming filled my mind as I tried forgetting that reality. Still, I started, then stopped. The snarling was closer. We need some more, Alicia interrupted as her long, bloody nails scraped over the top of the dead thing's body. I need some more, she whispered. "'Hurry and come here,' I coaxed. "'Give me your hands.' "'Only five years younger than me, my sis stopped right at the top of my nose. "'I was 5'8, and she was 5'7. "'I was 21, and she was 17. "'I had coiled, natural hair held back by a white scarf in a kinky fro. "'My sister had her long hair braided in two twisted buns. "'We looked like twins in a sense, reflecting the blend of both of our parents.' My mother would say that I was dark brown like flawless shard, while my little sister had the color of warm brown polished topaz. Neither of us looked or were biracial. Palms stretched out, we sat lotus style, knee to knee, eyes locked on each other as the menacing sound of beasties roared around us. I quickly laid my palms on top of hers, then gasped. The beat of our hearts synchronized. Those dark currents appeared around our hands, locking us together in a gentle swirl of magic that cloaked us. Our nostrils flared, and our foreheads bowed forward to touch each other as a powerful means of connecting. Something in our spirits felt like a dam breaking open. If we opened our eyes, we would see our aura dancing around us like magical balls healing us. My sis and I called it magic. Feeding from each other's energy, we learned that this was the best way for us to help each other during cravings. "'That way neither of us could turn crazy on the other. "'We had seen it happen before to others like us. "'I guess we were lucky in that it hadn't happened for us. "'I guess it was because we were sisters "'and could easily feed from each other in this way. "'Doing this form of feeding was risky, though. "'Our bodies lifted from the floor. "'Our power gave us supernatural currency to float as we were. "'Don't get tired, okay?' I softly said. "'Is this enough?' My sister shifted her hand, then made it where our hands laced together. Just a little more, she said. The dull pain in our stomach stopped. I could feel it because we were one mind now. Her rapid beating pulse had stalled to normal, and a gentle look of peace was on her face. Yes, our craving was done for now. We could go. A hissing sound near us made us jump. I hopped up to grab the metal tube, then ran with my sister behind me. I shielded her from any threats. The demented had broken through our barricade. How many do you see, sis? I asked, rushing through the shipping hangar. There was a door ahead of us. We just needed to get to it. I see five, Alicia quickly shared. Five? That's it? We can take them, I said with a smile on my face. As I looked her way, I frowned. I didn't feel my sister's presence behind me. She wasn't here. I quickly turned, then ran. She was ahead of me, moving like a jaguar who turned into the shadows, being reckless. "'Alicia!' I yelled. My sis was in her hunting mode. She flew through the air by leaping, then landed animal-style against one of the demented. That meant that she was hunkered over them, palms against the floor, on her knees, using her strong nails as knives. Being reckless like this could have had her dead within seconds. So, I rushed forward to have her back, going back and forth with her to take down those things that hunted us. Charging at the creepy, sliming things that snarled at us, I focused on a tall, nasty monster in a business suit. My pole slammed against the pavement and slid up in my hand. I projected it forward, gripped it with all my might, then cracked it against the side of the ashen, monstrous face of the thing that tried to reach for my sister. A loud, cracking noise made me grit my teeth. "'Bust his head, sis!' "'Alicia encouraged. "'The demented had bones like brittle wood, "'easily able to break, "'but only with enough force to cause it to shatter. "'Pieces of black teeth went flying. "'I watched that supple, washed-out gray face "'bunch and pucker due to the force of the hit. "'The thing's red eyes focused its hatred on me. "'Its short, golden hair flew out like a fan. "'Black ooze sputtered everywhere, "'and its gnarled fingers reached out to grab at my pole.' The thing made a loud, animalistic snarl like a dog hit by a car. A jagged bone appeared in its hand and tried to swipe at me. The makeshift blade protruded from its palm. I knew not to let it get me. That's how our parents died. So I jumped back, trying to avoid it. Panic raged through me. I then felt a familiar scary coldness awaken within. Vampire trash. It snarled at me. Please stop, I screamed. Aimlessly pleading, I tried to reason with insanity, which was dumb in and of itself. I'm... I'm not a vampire. Eyes rolling in its skull, the thing shouted, Demon, let me purify you. The semblance of rationalization was nowhere to be found in the monster. I knew that, but I couldn't help myself in trying to trigger any piece of humanity in the thing. All I knew was that we had to survive this. We had to get to safety. I mean, at least to sleep. And wait for the sun to come out man screw you leave me alone i yelled you don't want this battle tears fell i didn't want to kill him i really didn't i still had hope that maybe they could be stopped or cured but here i was hunching over him ready to eat him like a big mac an itching at my throat started i didn't want this but i had to do this I had felt tired from feeding my sister, yet I was hungry all over again. I needed him. I needed to feel that sweet burst of sublime pleasure to haze out the painful sensory overload that I was experiencing right now. My own mental capacity was changing. The hunter in me was coming out. The thing I had turned into was coming out, and there was no return. Disgusting animal! The demented snarled at me as I leaned back and punched him in the face. I could hear flesh tearing in the distance and a foul smell that drew my attention. My sister was tearing at a demented, feeding like a crazed thing. She looked blissful. Whereas I shifted on my feet, feeling the rush of blood in my veins that signaled that it was time to battle. My nails lengthened, then hardened. Amused, I bit my lower lip while a malicious smirk crept across my lips. Dude, come purify me then, I said with a swing of my pole again. An ominous groan came from my enemy. Metal hit bone and flesh. A heated pleasure ran through me, causing me to enjoy the cracking sound as an orange oily sludge leaked from the blood. With a quick lunge, I pulled at the guy's tie, keeping him from falling back. Then I yanked him towards me so that I could send my nails into the side of his neck. When I felt my nails slice at the jugular, I gave a pleasing sigh of relief. <sighs> I sighed. My body began to tingle. My eyes rolled against the back of my head. I needed this. I needed all of this and more. This was a dangerous game I played. I knew it left me open for attack, but I didn't care. I sapped at the heat in the body, then crazed currents of power in the blood while I drank it all. Head tilting, I smiled at the pleasure that seeped into every molecule in my body. The pleasure was sickening. It made me heady. It brought me euphoria, and it brought me the pain of regret. I didn't want this. This wasn't supposed to be my life. All I knew was, one day, I went to sleep human. The next, I woke up in my dorm, craving the very life force of the people that were turned into these things. I didn't understand it, nor did my sister. From what we heard, a weird virus had permeated the airways the day the government decided to make us better. The virus hurt everyone, and twisted once normal people into these beings through the television, the net, and using our smartphones against us. After turned, the demented continued the infection through their bite, or bone penetration. The nation was crazy now because of them, but that wasn't it. When the demented changed, a lot of us also changed into something else. We learned that this weird mutation happened due to a global mist that was released in response to creating a war against other nations." Rumor had it our government had turned into the demented, and all they could see was war, so they released the mist. Anyway, that insanity caused a few of us humans to run from the monsters, but at the same time turned us into what we are, hunters. We ended up craving the energy that came from the infected. Now the world was chaos, and we were looking for safe havens to protect ourselves from the things that hunted us. Candace, Candace, I heard in my mind. Outside of the heightened senses, sometimes family could connect through telepathy. Sis, it's not clear. I had assumed that it was, but it wasn't. I could smell them. There was one more demented, one who tried to snatch me from the side. Take her down, sis! Candace yelled. Focused on the fight, I gave a nod, then stopped the female demented by grabbing her by the throat. Carefully, I stood up, then stepped over the dead demented under me. I turned and ended up staring into the milky red eyes of the monster I held by the throat. Oh, snap, I hate this, I said. The woman looked to be in her sixties and white like milk. She squirmed and hissed, trying to fight me. She bared her teeth and tried to bite at me with saliva spewing everywhere. She's strong, I yelled. I held the old lady away from me, keeping distance between us. I couldn't risk being turned. Demented bites were painful, like the sting of a thousand wasps, so I heard. If they chose to turn you by bite, bone scrape, and by releasing their dark mucus into your mouth through regurgitation, then there was nothing that could be done. The best chance to survive it was by isolating the mucus, committing suicide, or be like my sister and me. Let me purify you, you foul little monkey, the thing gurgled. Monkey? Are you for real? Damn, Susan B. Anthony wants her racism back, okay? I spat back. The old lady flashed a corrugated-looking mouth, then tried to lunge at me. You disgusting, blood-sucking thug! She screamed. This world ain't right with you all in it! She swiped her nails at me. Tired, I kicked her away to avoid a swipe. That hit could still affect us by making us sick. Alicia and I couldn't afford a nick by them. We had nowhere to go heal up or find medicine if we did. Panic ate at me. A cool chill still hung in my body. I needed just a little more blood for energy. So I got it when the old lady hit the floor in a hard thud. Legs in the air and scrambling on her back like a roach, I rushed the old lady, then leaped on her. The look on her face was chilling. There was a mixture of fear and elated malice. Her lips curled back into a snarl, and a million tiny jagged teeth revealed themselves. Damn, I did not want to be touched by this thing but the hunger was intense. I landed on the old hag in a hard-slamming thud. My arms wrapped around her while she threw her arms around me. The female demented tried to bite into my neck, but I rammed my pole into her heart. Home run. Sweet heat enveloped me. I lapped at her blood. I sucked at her hand, breaking bones by snapping off her fingers with my teeth. My tongue quickly darted back and forth at her yielding flesh in between my chews. (sighs) Ah. I moaned. I was drowning in her essence. It felt so damned good. Drawing my knees to my chest, I gasped, laid my hand against my rapidly beating heart, then relaxed. This was delicious. Sometimes I couldn't help but imagine how I could miss out feeling like this. This was better than my first kiss. Ready for more, something tugged at me, stopping me. Mine. A low growl began in my throat until I recognized the connection. The touch of my sister gripping my arm to pull at me took me out of my plateau phase. Sis, don't. She's gone. The thing is gone, she urged. Alicia sat in front of me on the side of the dead monster. She reached to ground me by cupping my face as she stared in my eyes with an urgency. We need to go before more come, Candace." Huh? I muttered in a daze. Alicia tugged at me again. She was covered in black wetness. The sticky substance dried to her hair, her jeans, the graphic tee she wore that said, nerdy and revolutionary, her hoodie, and her kicks. It's time to go, sis, she said in a gentleness that reminded me of our mother. Mom, I whispered in my dazed confusion. To my eyes, Alicia looked like my mother, laced and draping all-white gossamer. Upon her face were the white-painted African marks of the great ancestors of our past. The tribes related to those marks unknown to me. My mother's protective, loving smile filled me with reassurance as she reached out to caress my face. I could feel her telling me to push on, to survive this, and that it wasn't my fault that she and our father were lost in this crazy world. Candace, you must go. Break out of the compulsion and go, my mother urged. Her ethereal appearance changed to that last image I had of her, covered in her blood. Her hand was holding her side, while glass dotted her flesh. Memories played on rewind as I remembered my mother's other hand pulling me from our flipped car as the demented rushed her to chop at her while she screamed, Go! The sting of her urgent scream brought me back to reality. I hurried to my feet, then glanced around. I smell them, I said with a shuddering voice. I hear them, Alicia said at my side, breathing hard as her fangs slid over her lips. We stood shaking in our feet. Then we ran. We ran faster than the average human. Bursting through the door, we left the only place of slight security we had and headed back into the streets of St. Louis. Dark, twinkling skies highlighted our way. In the mix were pink clouds effects from the mists. We need a car, I heard my sis suggest. Or a semi so we can run these mofos over, I countered. Both of us made our way from South Broadway to Walnut Street. Bush Stadium and the Ballpark Village were overrun with the demented, so that was a no-go. Other buildings were so messed up that knowing us, we'd get trapped and the ghouls would easily find us. So we couldn't hide there. There would be too dangerous." Where can we go, sis? The surrounding buildings are too clustered together. We need a place with a little bit of space and easy to barricade, she said, matching my speed. She shifted on her feet to use the energy from her feet and cast it back at the demented behind us, sending them flying backwards to impale them. Taking her arm, I felt her stumble against me in exhaustion. I know, sis. We'll find a spot, I said in worry. So, We ran while I mentally prayed for a place to lay our head away from the demented we left behind. "'Sis, do you see that?' I asked, pointing at the sky. Wrecked cars blocked the streets. "'Hold on to me, sis.' I made Alicia wrap her arms around my neck so that I could carry her. It was my turn to use the magic that came with our curse, so I did. I channeled that power to climb over a few cars.' Pacing myself, I then slid us on the side of a huge SUV to look up at the sky. Flashes of colorful light broke through the dark skies like fireworks. One burst behind us, down a block behind us. Another followed a little away. Hey, is that a signal? My sis asked, peering over my shoulder. Setting her down, I checked the pattern in the sky while frowning. I really didn't know if it was a signal, but I knew that I could assume that it was. Yes and no. I think they are leading the demented away, I said, slowly standing. Come on. The snarls of the demented grew loud far behind us. With it were the jarring sounds of flying bullets, then a rumbling explosion. A battle was going on somewhere near us. Hope hit me hard. That meant there were other survivors. Quickening our steps, the battle helped us in trying to get the hell out of here. Sis, look. Alicia said, tugging on me while we ran. Massive headlights flipped on and off, beaming our way. As we headed towards the lights, a huge street barricade came in view. We had found a safe haven. So we hoped. People with flashing golden eyes, with the marks of the hunters in their pupils, walked around in the distance. Many were dressed in everyday clothes. The rest were soldiers. Help us! My sister needs help! I need help! I desperately yelled. State your class! Some soldier yelled in the distance. I wasn't sure what to say exactly, so I yelled, We're not demented! We're human! Human is not a class. State your class. The longer we stayed in the open with the demented around, the quicker we were going to die. So I held my hands up and let my aura wrap around my palms, then yelled, Civilian, we hunt the demented! Please, help! Demented! Someone yelled, followed by, Let them in! Hurry! The sound of an object being dejected, followed by a quaking, fiery explosion made me hold my sister close to me and look over my shoulder. Downtown St. Louis was on fire, and heading our way were clusters of demented with snarling, nasty faces. They used whatever they could as weapons, like my sister and I also have done. Many leaped in the air, and others scaled light poles. My stomach clenched in fear, and I shifted on my feet. Oh, come the hell on, y'all. We're on your side. Let us in, please. Soldiers disappeared, and it grew silent. Are we safe? Alicia weakly asked. I hope so, I responded. As I said that, a large barricaded door opened, and masked soldiers with rifles and blades rushed past us. Let's go, baby sis, I said, helping Alicia stand on her own. Good, she said. I'm hungry and tired. I laughed. Me too. With a sharp tremble, the echo of our never-ending hunger danced through our bodies and mind. Hands clasped together to keep our balance, we walked ahead, exhausted and full of hope. Only to have it blasted away at the sound of guns going off, aimed at us. Alicia! I hollered as she collapsed to the ground. Whipping around to cover my sis, my moment of gratefulness disappeared when I saw my sister hit with what I realized were darts. I was so dumb. My dad used to say, Not all skinfolk are your kinfolk. In this case, not all hunters could be trusted. And suddenly, that reality hit me hard. Furious, I used my last bit of strength to plummet into a soldier. I slammed him to the ground, knocking his mask off. His dark eyes with two red dots narrowed in anger. He was a hunter. Two French braids fell on the guy's chest. They swung out when a blade appeared in his hand. We didn't come here to jump, stupid dude, but y'all just had to be bums, I yelled, lashing out. The hunter's shimmer of his aura was intense. It rushed at me like a second person. We can do that? Momentarily impressed, I punched him. These sum of bitches had hurt my sister, and this soldier was going toe-to-toe with me, so I had to kick his ass and protect myself. That's karma. Yo, get this chomping chick off me! She's strong and rabid! The soldier yelled. That's an order! As I got ready to use my fangs to rip at his throat, whatever was in the nasty darts hit me, made my world tilt and wobble. I felt the hard slam of the ground under me as I stared up at the brother who had pissed me off. The drum of demented ghouls rushed through the streets, and the scream of soldiers grew closer. Fading to black, I have thought this was a safe place for us. But man, I was wrong. Thanks again to our patrons for supporting this podcast. Because of your support, listeners around the world get creepy tales in their ears every other week. If you want new stories every week, the only way for that to happen is to join the Nightlight Legion by going to patreon.com slash nightlightpod and supporting this podcast. You can also make a one-time donation via PayPal at paypal.me nightlightpodcast. If you're unable to support us financially, word of mouth is the next best way to help. Give us a shout out online on Twitter or Instagram at nightlightpod, or like us on Facebook at nightlightpod. Reviews are also a huge help, so please be sure to leave a few kind words on your podcast platform of choice. Audio production for this episode by Davis Walden. And to thank you for listening until the very end, we have a creepy fact for you. Epidemics are not a modern invention by any means. The earliest recorded epidemic happened in China about 5,000 years ago. The disease that caused it has long since been lost to time, but archaeologists discovered a house in a subsequently abandoned village filled with bodies that had been burned to the ground. In Mexico, 15 million people died of a salmonella outbreak in the 1500s. But the plague, which caused the Black Death, has caused more disastrous infectious events than any other disease agent— with at least seven different epidemics in recorded history. Luckily, it's easily treated today with modern medicine. Join us next week for an interview with Kai, and be sure to leave your nightlight on. You never know what might be hunting you in the dark.